Welcome to the podcast series, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. I'm Catherine Brassel, and today I'm joined by Alexander Babrov, who is the head of development at PaySage, as well as head of card processing at Violet, who we are going to talk about today. Violet is a crypto-friendly business account for SMEs who are based out of Lithuania, and they deliver a fully digital experience for both medium and low-risk customers. They offer dedicated IBANs and card processing for corporate clients, processing C2B, B2B, and B2C payments. Violet offer banking APIs, mass payouts, or third-party integrations for low- and medium-risk global SMEs. With that, let's kick right off. Hi there, Alexander. How are you? And how has your start to the week been? Hi, I'm doing good. Uh, we started with a big new client launching this week. So really exciting and can't wait. Brilliant. Well, we'd love to hear a little bit more about yourself, about the company. So why don't we get kick, uh, why don't we kick it off and um, just have you tell us a little bit more about yourself, kind of your career history and really what led you to become head of development um, at Violet. Violet is a Lithuanian-based and licensed electronic money institution. Uh, we're doing corporate accounts for small, medium enterprises and the private accounts for the European uh, residents. Uh, we started in 2018, and uh, here we are. We celebrated the anniversary of five years of the company existence on the, in the past week, and uh, many things are coming. Uh, the main goal of the company is to make a seamless experience of user onboarding and access to payment services such as IBAN, credit card processing, acquiring and payouts, uh, and issuing virtual and plastic cards uh, for the for the privates. Me personally, I'm concentrated on the credit card uh, processing development and uh, and the sales in the company. Um, and I'm in the company for three years already. Okay, brilliant. Well, congratulations on that work. At, well, that five, that five years at the moment. Thank you. Tell us a bit more about Violet. Um, you know, how do your customers really benefit from the services and the products um, really in their everyday life? And, um, and also just what is the most usable and demanded product that you've seen at the moment at the company? I would say that uh, quite a lot of uh, uh, banks, first of all, uh, they, uh, I cannot say that they do not understand. They simply have now time and resource to understand uh, the client issue and uh, uh, the client problem, especially when it comes to um, to cross-border operations, uh, like from EU to Asia or from EU to Latin America or APAC region. Uh, it's uh, quite complicated in terms of uh, AML and compliance uh, to uh, to have enough resource uh, to monitor the transactions and they just uh, shut down the accounts. Uh, so I would say that we uh, were here to understand the client needs uh, in terms of their transaction activity, first of all. Second of all, uh, we our, our main mission, I would say, that uh, uh, to make the the proper corporate accounts affordable for any size of business, starting from a small retail shop somewhere on the street, ending with a big international company. 
Okay, for sure. And um, just looking a little bit at where we are currently in the payment fintech wave, where would you say we are right now? And, and what does that look like? I would say that over the past years, past couple of years, we saw quite a lot of different huge deals and medium deals uh, in the payments and fintech industry. Uh, we saw like ridiculous 43 billion acquisition of Wattpay, Genico for 8.6, Safe Charge uh, bought, sorry, was sold by Novay. And etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Lots of uh, A, B, C, D, and then it goes uh, around uh, with fantastic results in terms of uh, investment attraction uh, for the payments. Uh, but uh, if we consider the payment fintech as a wave, then all of the participants just started paddling, and uh, well, getting back to surfing definitions. Uh, somebody will be wiped out because uh, of uh, things what happened over the past couple of months. Uh, for sure, we will see the um, the decline of uh, of the turnover of investment coming to, to to the industry. So, so that means that. All the fintech, they have to keep in mind that they have to become profitable in the first one or two years. Otherwise, uh, it's not possible to survive, you know. Where do you kind of see more room for improvement, you know, for payment solutions companies? I believe that most of the people are not aware how many cool products so they can get if they would know about them. Well, it happened over the past centuries that banks is banks are a number one choice uh, for most of the of the clients legal entities and privates uh, because bank is uh, like an essential place where you keep the money and contact operations the clients are starting to, to look around for a new solution once they observe lots of technical legal or any other kind of issues uh and only at that moment they uh, they realize that there is like lots of different companies who are able to to give a better service way much better service than traditional bank so looking at all of that um how do you kind of see fintech really then changing overall uh in the next few years i think that uh right now is a good good chance uh, to to make a fintech company more recognizable uh, in the market, and uh, well, I think that uh, SMEs first of all, and maybe big uh, corporations as well, uh, they will realize that if they will have like three different contracts with three different companies uh, for different products like card processing, uh, credit line, and uh, corporate accounts, uh, they will benefit much better rather than having everything at a so-called one-stop shop. Yeah, just more competitive. Yes, exactly. Because if you are an expert in one field, then you will definitely will be able to do better at this field than the one who is doing everything, but just a bit. You know. It's a good point. 
And also, I think it also obviously allows people to diversify their own portfolio a bit and not just rely on one service provider, right, for everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's interesting because a lot of fintechs are trying to kind of produce a super app and kind of a, you know, one-stop shop for everything. So they kind of do want to get everyone's business. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I suppose, I mean, obviously the the SME or the client, it's, it's at their discretion, but it is always interesting to see how different fintechs sort of differentiate products and services and um, yeah, and how they kind of advise clients, I guess. But I think it depends on the main field of operation and uh, the business type. If it's about the retail, then the, the common person would like to have everything in one application. Uh, but when it comes to B2B operations, uh, the, the corporations, they're able to diversify uh, the products and uh, the service providers. And tell me, what is the focus really in your opinion, in terms of the future of fintechs, in terms of development, and also kind of what sort of trends are you keeping an eye on at the moment that might also impact that future development? I would like to say that in general, society is looking for the most convenient and secure payment method. Um, well, we saw like the first revolution when we, when the, the, the human beings uh, went from the gold to, 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 to banknotes like to the cash then from the cash to uh credit cards uh and uh, basically the credit cards was like the latest uh payment revolution and it was about like 40 or 50 years ago uh and uh right now uh as for europe i cannot say about like the rest of the world uh, but as for Europe the payment service directive too uh, should be like a next payment revolution because uh, there is no like a monopoly like from uh, payment schemes the merchants they're able to receive the money quickly uh, there is a low possibility of fraud as well so I would say that uh, that should be like the next payment revolution. And we're definitely into it and we're trying to develop a new product for our clients as well. Okay. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about um, the, these new products, services, and transaction models that um, are really just enabling next generation payments. The main thing about payments is to deliver the money as quickly as possible without uh, additional hassle, obviously. So the the SEPA instance uh, for Europe is uh, is a great innovation, and our clients love love it. Uh, privates and uh, legal entities, both of them. We are mostly concentrated on on B two B operations. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's more about. Uh, make everything in automatic mode so we are developing developing our api we are developing our core banking uh, to have it available for different kind of uh, crms or uh, bookkeeping systems uh, so the the clients would be able to make the transfers uh, in a most convenient convenient manner for them so that's what we are more concentrated about. Awesome. Um, would you guys consider moving over 
B2C or you're just going to be focused for now on the B2B side? Well, we have some sort of B2C operations right now, but it's uh, quite complicated to make a development for B2C because uh, right now it's uh, mostly coming into marketing budget. It's uh, a bit complicated to have like a combat uh, for a new user mm. with such giants yeah. like N26, Revolut, mm. yeah. Monzo, Soldo. There's a lot of them. Yes. The number of users, it's a bit limited. So we'd have to pay like 50 euro. The approximate cost of, uh, of a new user is about 50 euro. And uh, when you don't have any seed rounds or ABC rounds with uh, the numbers uh, like Revolut, uh, it's close to impossible to compete them, you know. Uh, so that's why we're not concentrated in, into that. But uh, yeah, we yeah. were working on our application as well. And uh, hopefully we will publish something exciting over this year. Awesome. Well, certainly great to kind of keep an eye and watch out for that. So talk to me a bit more about what future success looks like for Violet uh, kind of over the next, I would say, five to 10 years. For the next five to 10 years. <laughs> uh, that's, Long term. Yeah, that's... Maybe the next, let's say the next three years then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we just launched our automatic onboarding system. Basically, that's a part of our vision uh, to make uh, to make corporate accounts for the SMEs uh, um, simple and affordable for any any type of business. We hope that uh, uh, the prospective users would uh, evaluate that and would love that. We'll use that on a daily basis, and then we'll see what where we will uh, finish the next three years. Hopefully somewhere on the top, on the top of the fintechs. <laughs> that would be amazing. And um, in terms of expansion, um, what does that sort of look like for um, Violet at the moment? Are you entering kind of different regions in, the, in Europe uh, or, or any other parts of the world? Or what does that look like at the moment? Yeah, so for the time being, we would like to concentrate mostly on uh, Eastern Europe operations because uh, it's still an emerging market, even though it's uh, almost for 20 years in the European Union. There's a lot of uh, cash deals on a daily basis uh, on, the, on the private side and on, on the legal entity side. So I believe uh, to make like a cashless society, uh, in Eastern Europe should be our task number one and then we'll see how we can expand to other parts of Europe and then to other parts of, of the world. Well, once again, uh, congratulations on the five-year anniversary um, with the company and it'll be exciting to see what happens over the next five years and uh, as you guys obviously expand and grow and obviously grow your user base, so we wish you all the best. Um, let us know if any of our listeners would like to get hold of you, what would be the best way for them to reach out? So it's LinkedIn, email, WhatsApp, any messenger which you would like maybe even facebook or instagram <laughs> <laughs> brilliant thanks so much for your time today alex it was great talking uh, everything payments from your side uh, we'll certainly keep an eye on you guys and yeah just wishing you all the best until we speak again thank you very much for your time 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode, Talking Success, connecting the global fintech community. Please follow us on LinkedIn under Talent in the Cloud, or if you're interested in exec talent, expanding your fintech team, or you yourself are looking for an exciting change in your career, please check out our website, talentinthecloud.io.